What do they do in Mississippi when skies are drippy? Hello, my transcendental medications. This is your high as a kite healing host, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his predominantly pill popping podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Today's story is all about universal health care. Bet you didn't expect me to say that. If your lovers won't face you after the universe gets you back on your feet, you may choose to do a pornographic film called The Big Comeback. The Big Comeback by Matthew Sanborn Smith. When the aliens came and the coffee had been served, they looked around the place and asked what was the deal with all the polished stone that we kept out in the fields. We tried explaining cemeteries to them, but then they got really alien when they asked, what are dead people? They're like live people, we said, except for the live part. They still didn't understand, so we showed them a couple down at the local college. Oh, they said, you mean sick people. No, we said, we're pretty sure we mean dead. It was a gulf between our two cultures for all of an hour or so. Why do you leave them sick, they asked. They're not sick, we said. But we started to grasp the problem. It's like they're so sick, they're never going to get better, see? Now you're being silly, they said. And they put what looked an awful lot like a band-aid on each cadaver, except now they weren't cadavers anymore. Both really recently dead people jumped up and screamed and covered their private parts. All of us but the aliens screamed too, and there wasn't a square inch of unsoiled underwear in the room. The aliens didn't wear underwear. They didn't even have undersides. And they preferred that their sexy bits swing loose. One of our braver types crept forward and tore the band-aid off the recently revived man-person. Ow, Jesus, he shouted as our man leapt backwards. That was all arm hair, dude. So wait, 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 said an alien. Are you trying to tell me you take all your sick people and box them up and store them underground? What kind of monsters are you? Well, we don't always do that, we said. Sometimes we, um, you know, we set them on fire. What the fuck? Hey, we didn't know. One of our more level-headed people spoke up. Hey, uh, could we have some more of those things? What are they called? They're called on sickies. Sure, no sweat. We can back a whole space trailer up to the planet. Dump several thousand space tons of them if you want. Now, if you'll excuse me for a minute, I gotta go take a space piss. As you can imagine, things went a little nuts after that. The people of Earth soon learned that unsickies work just as well on ashes as they did on full bodies or even partial bodies. People asked for their parents back and for their siblings and spouses and children and friends. Almost no one asked for a second cousin. Tom Monahan asked for his tomato plant back and got it. It had been killed by an early frost and Tom loved his tomatoes. He didn't want his parents back. A lot of people asked for pets. That was fine. Pets and tomatoes were all okay with all of us because once brought back, they couldn't add to the requests. Other people could and did. Parents who were brought back often asked for their parents back and those asked for theirs and so on. Tom's sister Brenda asked for their parents and when the Monahans figured out that Tom hadn't put in a request at all, they were pretty pissed. Tom offered them some tomatoes and they eventually got over it. Someone thought we should revive all the presidents of the United States, but we think there was something wrong with that particular batch of unsickies because all the presidents wanted to do was wrestle each other. Once some people ate a fabulous meal, they used unsickies to bring all the ingredients back to life so they could eat them again the next night. One poor pheasant was killed 362 times. In a time that wasn't too long, we had a few dozen generations of people all living at the same time. You only needed to find about an atom of remains to bring somebody back. It was crazy. Those unsickies were the bomb. And by that we mean population bomb. We told those aliens, hey, we can't sustain all of this. And they said, 
Hey people, it's all good. Let's have a meeting in Mongolia. And suddenly we were on the Mongolian steppe. All 17 billion of us shoulder to shoulder, whether we wanted to be or not. We were in a three-dimensional grid of colored spheres the size of basketballs. They were arranged neatly in rows by color, but were ever so slowly drifting out of those rows in different directions, floating all around us. We began to get the feeling that the aliens had their own agenda, and maybe that agenda was not in our best interest. We were right. We're going for the record now, people, the alien said. Now I want everybody to put their right hand on the closest green sphere. Closest green. That's right. What proceeded was the most monstrous game of Twister humankind had ever endured. If this story spinned your spinner and called your shot, you can go toward its light or other illuminated afterlives at the 7-Eleven of My Blue Heaven, BeWareTheHairyMango.com. Wiggle fondly in the comments for this post or BBC mail me and we'll watch better written shows with lower budgets and less attractive people at MatthewBeWareTheHairyMango.com or search the archives for that episode when the five Benning Hills met up at BeWareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever I'm working in the commissary, the SF and SF Signal stands for Sudsy Food, which is what the folks at SFSignal.com are going to keep getting until they replace the dishwasher with one that doesn't look exactly like an oven. I don't know what the problem is. Sure, my pork roast hasn't been cooked, but after 45 minutes in there, I'm pretty sure all the bacteria has been washed off. Oh, the sudsy part's the problem. All right, that's a good point. Forget Twitter this episode. If you don't remember my Twitter handle by now, we're never going to drum it into your head. Instead, if you show your face on Facebook, go join Daniel Burkle's Beware the Harry Mango fan page. When I go there, I see 12 of my friends and I like it, but it has 31 likes altogether. That means more than half the people there like the show and dislike me. That's rich. You know what the mango would be without me? A whole lot of this. And now the mango's likes just shot way up. Oop, back down again. Subscribe through the Get the Mango button on the homepage and get two extra shows a month for four big fat dollars. You're going to want those episodes, folks, because at only five minutes a show, you'll be able to listen to our entire back catalog in only... Let me see. 18 and a half, holy shit, forget I said anything. If you listen to 18 and a half hours of this, you're not only not going to want to listen to more, you're not going to want to listen to anything ever again. This podcast tires easily when asked to do much of anything more than clicking a computer mouse or eating marshmallow fluff directly from the jar, and it especially doesn't want to hear about moving out of its mother's basement again. Oh yeah, why don't you move out of its mother's basement? Maybe it will. After it finishes its bag of Doritos, Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Like 4.0 International License. Until you choose someone else's adventure, this cleans up real awful to be Matthew Sanborn Smith, reminding you the world is your oyster. We were hoping you would have gotten it to do a lot more oysting by now. Good night. People asked for their parents back and for their siblings and spouses and children's and... Children's. 